Welcome to Smash Pieces, a casual walk through the history of the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate roster. My name is Joe. And my name is Matt. And if you're new here, what we are doing on this show is we are playing one game for every character in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate from 1984's Duck Hunt to 2019's Fire Emblem Three Houses, except this one, uh, is not that. Mm-hmm. This is a bonus. And bonus episodes are what we do when we're taking too long on a game, mm-hmm. which you'd think would not be the case when we played said game in October of 2020, but that's just what puts us apart from the pack, baby. I, I say, if a game's gonna take us more than a month, we should have a bonus episode. That's all I'm saying. We we even planned in the past to, like, just have a backlog of them ready to go whenever we need them, and then we didn't. Hey, I played two bonus episode games, including this one. Ball's been in your court this time. Usually it's me, but... <laughs> Usually 99% of the time it's me. Anyways, we're here to do a little uh, bonus episode on new Pokemon Snap because legally we are required to do so as we willed it into existence with our very minds. Uh, this game was created by us. You're welcome. We we made this game happen. You cannot prove otherwise. This game was literally announced like the day after we recorded our Pokemon Snap episode, in which we said, word for word, there will never be a sequel. Oops! (laughs) So yeah, there's a sequel to Pokemon Snap now. Yep, and it is pretty much just new Pokemon Snap. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what it says on the tin. It is largely the same game, just more. And prettier. Much, much prettier. Yeah. This this game is, like, especially for a Switch game, absolutely gorgeous. Oh yeah, I think that's the game's greatest strength, because when you have a game that is really just about nature photography, the landscape and the animals that are populating it are the entire idea of the game and make and like getting pictures of them that look good means that the, that landscape and those animals need to look good as well so yeah they need to be damn pretty if i'm going to be staring at them for multiple trips <laughs> i think it was bandai namco that developed this and i think that I believe so yes they did a really good job of it um, it's, it's, I think it's one of those cases where it's like, they just did the work and people from the Pokemon company made all the decisions. And to that end, I would say that Bandai Namco did a fantastic job programming the video game. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people. So the thing that I saw so many fucking times was people going like, why can't Pokemon Sword and Shield look like this? It's like, cause Pokemon Sword and Shield isn't a game set on rails where they can control what you can and can't see at all times. Yep. That's why this game is so pretty. That's why the animations are so good. If you could just, like, I know a lot of people were, were kind of hoping, like, maybe they'll just let us free ride around this island and take pictures of Pokemon. And if if they did that, this game would not be nearly as pretty. The animations would not be nearly as good. And the because... fact that it's basically scripted is also a big part of that. Yeah. it It, like, that all is the way it is because the game is on rails and they know when things are going to happen. They know what's going to cause what behavior, that kind of thing. Not that they ever tell you that and not that you'll ever figure out how any of the fucking behaviors work, but (laughs) 
it it's just it's such a pretty game and it it's like the best 3d models pokemon have ever had which is really cool yeah they didn't just use the stock models that are used in the mainline games that i think i mean i could be wrong i haven't like seen anyone like actually go into the into the game files and export the models but like it looks like they're all new models i'm pretty sure they're all new models i don't think the stock models they use for the regular games have a whole lot of flexibility in terms of how they can animate if i had to guess these seem like because they're a lot more emotive too in in snap uh they they make different like faces and they move in a certain way that feels like a realistic animal would move that kind of thing and that's i think that's that's something that i really liked in this game um it's not even something that i feel like the original pokemon snap went for and it's especially something that you don't see in the mainline games it's seeing the pokemon act like the animals they're based off of because that is like 100 percent what all of them are doing i like you you could find like a big spider web that uh an ariados would be hanging around and that's like that's just a normal thing that I feel like you never get to see in the main games. You get to see... You get to see Bidoof build a dam. Yeah! like And swimming down the river, like, carrying wood in its mouth to build this dam. You see, um... You see Hoot Hoot sleeping in, like, the little nook of a tree. Uh, you can see, uh, a, a group of Murkrow, uh, that are just kind of, like, scavenging around for any leftover food, and then you get, when you get close, they scatter... It's stuff like that that you never get to see in the main games that I think is really cool in this game. And it's something that I feel like you didn't really even get in the original Pokemon Snap. In the original Pokemon Snap, they felt like they were more characters playing out their part in that level's story. Here, it really feels like a nature adventure more than ever before. To be fair, the original only felt like that because it was made on a Nintendo 64 and there's really only so much they could do. I mean, I would I would say that even, like, the choices that they made as to, like, what would be going on in the levels in the original Pokemon Snap didn't feel like it was very nature. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it felt like there were specific things that the Pokemon were consciously doing rather than just, like, kind of living. Yeah, I could see that. Like, you can pass Pokemon that are just, like, sleeping my favorite it was my twitter avatar for a little bit uh was just quagsire sitting down in a shallow pool of water staring straight motionless which is that's what a that's what a quagsire would be like yeah uh or like in that same level a whooper will jump into the water and and quagsire a quagsire presumably its parent uh will will start playing with it uh, you have, you have, in Florio National Park, I think my favorite one is, there's a Magikarp, that Magikarp that's laying on the rock, mm. and during the day, there are two ducklet just sort of watching it, <laughs> like, and if you hit it with an Illumina Orb, it, like, jumps up in the air, and the ducklets are like, this is the coolest shit! <laughs> it's it's awesome. You can also lure a Pidgeot towards that Magikarp, and then it'll just grab yeah. it and fly away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like goodbye it's so Magikarp. Good. 
But it's also just like I'm look like I'm just looking at like all the different Pokemon in Florio Florio National Park right now, and it's like you see Heracross, and it's like Heracross is just kind of like clinging to a tree like a beetle does, except it it's human sized, so it's just it just looks <laughs> like terrifying. this dude hanging onto a tree. And then Tang uh, Tangrowth is there, and I I never realized before how much I don't want to see Tangrowth in person. <laughs> They're way bigger than you'd think they are. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're fucking huge. Like, what the hell? They're huge and their fucking arms stretch in a, a frankly upsetting manner. The Pokemon that I saw with the most, though, is um, Archaeops and uh, the Volcano, um, which I don't even remember what gen this Pokemon is from. I'm not certain I've ever seen it before. <laughs> five? But... I think it's Gen 5. But, like, they're the way that they're kind of, like, running around to just kind of, like, low-key antagonizing other Pokemon, but also they're clearly not very powerful and will just run away at the smallest light, uh, side of danger. Like, that feels very much like a raptor. Like, that's cool. That's cool. Especially if it's a fucking Tyrantrum just yeah. walking into the... Which, that's also a, oh, I'm in danger moment. <laughs> um, it's, cool. It's, um... I can't remember if I said this uh, on, a, on the original Pokemon Snap episode, but I feel like more than ever, it's something that, that uh, Ben once told me about the original Jurassic Park movie, where the premise is, uh, we're going to stick you in a Jeep, you're going to see some cool stuff, and maybe you'll be safe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that checks out. That's essentially how it goes. I just, uh, I think another one of my favorites, though, is uh, in the desert. With the the cacneas, and they'll like roll down a hill, and then they'll get caught in this in this sand vortex that mm. I believe the implication is a flygon has made it because I if I remember correctly I got a flygon out of there at one point maybe uh, but it picks up the cacnea and just fucking throws it into space <laughs> and another one of my favorite goddamn pictures that I got was just. This Cacnea being almost a fucking speck in the distance, <laughs> up in the air, like Team Rocket's blasting off again style, or uh, on the reef, where you're you're going over the reef and one of the first things that can happen is a Wingle will come down and snatch up a, a Finneon, and you can get a, like, it passes right in front of your face if you're looking in the right spot, mm. and like, that's... Amazing. You know what Pokemon is upsetting to me to see walking around in the wild, though? What? Machamp. There is no world where I feel like a Machamp should be allowed to walk around in nature. That's not an animal. That's a dude. Yeah, Machamp's just a guy. <laughs> just, just a dude who happens to have four arms. Like, no, you can't, you can't do that. It's not allowed. You can get a picture of a Machamp swimming, and it just, it's, this is not an animal. This is, this is a guy. He's doing a butterfly stroke. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing a normal swimming move that humans do. It's upsetting. I don't like it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's the only one that feels like that specifically. It is undoubtedly the most human Pokemon in this game, I think. I can't think of another one that's anywhere close or it, it it's also just cool to see like the natural interactions between the animals because like when you see that Mount Champ swimming, it's because he's fucking racing either a Mantine or a Sharpedo. I'm pretty sure it's a Sharpedo, and it's because they're racing. Uh, but the other one 
that I really, really, that I really liked was uh, on the reef once again, uh, you could see a bunch of Marini chasing a Corsola. And then you remember that uh, according to Marini's Pokedex entry, they eat Corsola. Oh, no. So that Corsola is about to die. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's, that's actually, I believe, how you get a Marini in Sun and Moon. It might not be the only way, but like if you get a horde battle with a bunch of Corsola and they continue to call for help, uh, sometimes a Marini can show up <laughs> because dinner time. Mm hmm. And it, it's just that kind of thing that, like, it's it's so cool to... This is the closest we've ever seen to, like, Pokemon are, are a thing. They're just animals living out in the wild, and also Machamp is there. <laughs> and, yeah, I, th I think you, you put it really well. It's like, this is the closest we've ever seen to that. Because they're supposed to be animals, but the context and the way Pokemon games work, they can't really get that across yeah because how how are you gonna get that like the wild area is probably the best they're gonna be able to do and they st they still didn't really go for that at all in the wild area like the wild area is just some pokemon are out here but like the problem is they can't really make pokemon that just act like animals and then also make an rpg around that because that's too much People that expect that are insane. Again, we, we said at the beginning of the show, the only reason new Pokemon Snap can do that is because you're on rails. Everything's scripted. Yeah. And I'm not even really sure that this would make for a good mainline Pokemon game if they did all these things in it. Like, it's just, it's an awful lot of work for what in a mainline game would be basically nothing. Yeah. That's why I think Pokemon Snap is such a good subseries to have for this franchise, because that means that we now have this opportunity to see them in, in these wild habitats. Like, that's a really cool thing. And, and it's, it's not just, oh, we, we spent way too much t development time on this, this one little animation where a Pokemon's doing a cool thing. Instead, it's, this is a core part of the gameplay loop. And that is something that I think is, is really cool because you don't, see that a lot in games like this i mean pokemon is like the and biggest one in the world so of course mm -hmm. it's gonna be the, the the monster collecting game that does stuff like that but it's still like it's still not even a thought in most other franchises like this well also just you can't do the structure of a regular pokemon game with this kind of thing it just doesn't work it's not it's never gonna work like random encounters do not mesh with this and Pokemon's kind of built on random encounters. Yeah. Even even the wild areas technically they're not random encounters, but like that's probably the farthest they can get. Well, even like now in in Sword and Shield, like there there are no random encounters anymore at all. Well, but there are there are uh if you're not in the wild area. I thought they completely got rid of random encounters. I feel like maybe. I don't remember now that I think Let's be honest, we're probably going to play that game for this show someday. We'll talk about it then. <laughs> but Don't say that. But even that, like, even then, like, random encounters or no, you can't have this kind of behavior in all of the Pokemon for a mainline game because there's gameplay clarity that you need to do. You need to be able to clearly see what Pokemon you're about to fight. And that's just not as possible with this. 
Yeah, like you can't you can't do the Ariados hiding in the tree above the web in a regular Pokemon game because you won't be able to f- find it. Yeah. So I. But that being said, <laughs> speaking of gameplay loop, <laughs> this game has both a very good one and also a very bad one. Somehow coexisting. So uh, you know how I said that uh, it's just Pokemon Snap, but more. Sometimes more isn't always better. <laughs> For instance, don't you want to grind photo scores to unlock other levels? Isn't that the dream you've always had? How about doing it three times for every single level? Just, I think some of them are four. I think I got to level three on one of them, and it didn't say max, so... I don't, so I I don't think that there is a level four for any levels, there's just you can max out level three, and I haven't figured out why you'd want to yet, because I haven't maxed out any level threes, but... Yeah, so the way that new Pokemon Snap works, uh, in the original Pokemon Snap, every Pokemon you took a picture of, uh, you just... Each Pokemon got one picture. That's it. That's all that went in your Pokemon report. You could save them to your album, however many you fucking want. But on the actual Pokemon report, they get one. And it's always going to be the best scoring one. Well, in New Pokemon Snap, all of them have four. But they're divided into star ratings. So there is a one star, a two star, a three star, a four star. Now, you might be asking yourself, oh, so what differentiates these? To which I have to tell you, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, the only real consistency I've found is that if you throw an apple at a Pokemon and catch them at the moment of the assault, that's probably a two-star picture. Um, it's called a fluff fruit because Bandai and Namco are cowards. I don't even care. <laughs> the moment, the moment of the assault. fluffy. The the evidence that's going into the police report is usually a two-star photo. Uh, yeah. Everything else, figure it out. Pure trial and error. Sometimes you'll see, like, a, a behavior you've never seen before for whatever reason. And you're like, oh, that has to be a star rating I haven't gotten. And then it's not. Then it's level one. Yeah, and like you're <laughs> like, so then why is that fucking behavior in the game, Bandai? Like, yeah, it's cool to look at, but fuck, man. Uh, and it's just, it's inconsistent for, like, every single thing. In in this game, much like in Pokemon Snap, you have three things that can potentially cause new behaviors to happen. You have the Fluff Root, which is the apple. You have the Illumina Orb, which replaces the Pester Ball, so that you're not throwing balls of poison at Pokemon in this game. And then you have the music maker that has one song and I never noticed it doing anything to any Pokemon ever. There are like two Pokemon I saw react to it. That's basically it. I I actually think that is like so lame. There's no reason for the music player in this game because like I tried I tried to use it constantly and it never did anything. Uh, I think I saw Hoot Hoot dance to it once. That's it. <laughs> oh, That's all good. I ever saw. Maybe an Onyx danced to it. I don't. I don't fucking know. It it does basically nothing. Even in the game, they're like 
try playing it to wake up sleeping Pokemon, and then you fucking ride by a herd of sleeping Torterra, and you play the music, and it does nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm also thinking of, like, that slaking in the jungle. Like, uh, oh, that looks like it's asleep, it's not pay- paying attention. I figure that, I'm supposed to play music for that, right? No. It's just, it's it's so... And honestly, Illumina Orbs also, most of the time, don't seem to fucking do anything. Like, that's that's the problem with both of those items, is they both just sort of seem like, yeah, sometimes they'll do something. But sometimes, most of the time, they won't. It's just, there's there's so much trial and error you have to do, but it's it's so much more error than anything else is the problem. Like... It's not, like, it can be fun to just be thrown into this sandbox and be like, fig- you know, just try things out, figure it out. That can be fun. But when there's, like, a million possible things you can do, and only, th- like, 30 of those things are going to give you any feedback whatsoever, except for when you're throwing apples, then, like, everything's going to react to an apple. Yeah, that's literally the only thing that will always get a reaction out of any Pokemon, is throwing the fruit. Yeah, like, that like it's just it feels it feels bad and it feels like grinding. And it is grinding. I don't think Pokemon Snap is a game that needed grinding. It didn't. It didn't need grinding at all. And a lot of honestly, in my opinion, a lot of this would sort of be alleviated if like you could present more than one picture of a Pokemon per time. Oh, that's the worst. That is the worst. You can get a one star and a two star and a three star in the same trip, but you only get to show one of them and yeah, the rest I, of I, them I, go to hell. There's so many Pokemon that like the first time I ever saw them, I got three different star ratings for them, but I can only show one. Yeah. And it's, Have it's fun. Just, it's so, so arbitrary. And I think it's completely because the original only lets you show one picture, but the original. No, it's padding. It's padding. It's a conscious choice to extend the game length. Well, yeah, but also, in one, it made sense, because you only get one picture! (laughs) It's just, it's that, that is by far, uh, mechanically the worst part of the game. Yeah. And this, the biggest problem with the star ratings is just how, like, they're not explained at all. Like, they they really aren't. They they don't even really do a good job of explaining that there's not, it has nothing to do with the quality of the photo. Like, the quality of the photo is completely irrelevant to its star yeah, the rating. Star, the star rating makes it seem like it is about the quality, because that's how we rate things. Yeah, and it makes so much more sense once you understand two star is physically assaulting the Pokemon, and three and four star are specific things that that can happen, like, very specific things. Like, each Pokemon in the- every Pokemon in the entire game has two very specific special things that can happen. And those are the three and four star ratings. And then one star is literally everything else. And that makes sense. I get it. But the game doesn't explain it at all. Yeah. Yeah, it sure doesn't. I- like, we've both rolled credits and I still don't fully have- I don't have any fucking clue- how the game differentiates. I, I literally didn't understand until I looked it up on Cerebi like an hour ago. <laughs> well, then what did Cerebi say? <laughs> exactly what I just said. 
<laughs> like every every single Pokemon in the game has two specific special things that can happen. And those are the three and four star pictures. Weird. And then two star is physically assaulted. And it and it comes to a point where like it feels like they saw people joking about how oh this game's gonna be three hours long like the original one uh and then for some reason took that as like extreme criticism and then overcorrected to a substantial degree mm. and i i don't i i can't say for sure that's what happened but that's sure what feels like happened but like overall like the the problem is i still really like the game a lot i had a great mm-hmm. time with new Pokemon Snap, there are just it's that, and then uh, all of the Illumina Pokemon sucked. The Illumina spots are like not only are they slow and boring, but they are also padding personified. Because I made a point not to not to explain this to you until we were here recording. So, Joe, <laughs> what what would how, which Pokemon did you get pictures of in the Meganium Illumina spot? I got an Eevee and a Meganium. Okay, so you didn't find the Sylveon off on, sleeping on in the bushes on the right, and you didn't find the uh, the Comfies flying uh, up above you during uh, during the first Crystal Bloom, and you didn't find the Shaman that was on the top of the cliff on the left during the Crystal Bloom, and you didn't find the Combies uh, over at the end of the stage, uh, which you you did with uh, lighting up the Crystal Blooms near the near the tree and then throwing a, uh, an apple at the tree right after, or the uh, the Hoot Hoot. Uh, hidden in the tree that you needed to throw uh, a, an apple onto the other side of the tree. Not not the side t- close to you, but the opposite side. I mean, I saw all those Pokemon elsewhere, but I didn't know they were in that fucking level. <laughs> well, you didn't see Shaman elsewhere. I did. Shaman oh, shows did up. Shaman shows up in uh, the daytime and nighttime of the National Park. Uh, I did not know higher, that. Higher levels. It, it blends in with the grass a lot of the time because mm. it's Shaman. But yes, I did get Shaman. But that's the thing, like, there are a lot of Pokemon hidden in the Illumina spots, but they're hidden pretty deep in there. Like, they're not easy to find. And that's kind of ridiculous. Which is unfortunate, because then you could be like me and be like, cool, the wishy-washy level is six hours long. <laughs> And this wish, these wishy-washy are literally the only things I can take a picture of. And I'm just so fucking bored. <laughs> and, and, like, the the final Illumina spot in the game, like, I don't want to spoil what Pokemon it is, but, like, I, I'm sure you know exactly which one I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're supposed to do in research level one there. Like, I never, ever got a good picture of that Pokemon. I mean, I don't think there's a problem with saying what it is. It's just, if people are listening to this, I would hope they've played it. Uh, not necessarily. That's fair. Uh, I mean, it, it came out of left field for me, even though, like, looking back on it, with hindsight, like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes all sense. I think, oh, I think it's a cool story moment. It's just a matter of, like, hey, I li- like, what am I supposed to do to get a functional photo of this Pokemon? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of stupid. And the Illumina spots just kind of feel like they saw Rainbow Cloud and were like, oh, we gotta have more than one level like that. Except they forgot that nobody likes Rainbow Cloud. Rainbow Cloud sucks. It's Mm. not a good level. (laughs) And it's the same problem, because it's like, it's like, 
All right, so you gotta you gotta like keep throwing shit at this one Pokemon so you can maybe get a good picture of it. And it's the only Pokemon on the level, and this level's like two times as long as it needs to be. What's that? You are having trouble hitting a Steelix that is moving incredibly fast with your stupid glowy balls? Fuck you. I hate that Steelix. That Steelix fucking sucked. It's, this is, it, I would I would describe new Pokemon Snap as a more polarizing version of Pokemon Snap. The stuff that's good is better than it ever was, but the stuff that's not good is way worse than it ever was. So and that's that's kind of why I hope they make another one, because I kind of hope they can improve on that stuff. Yeah, I don't know if they will make another one. This feels like a once in a lifetime sequel, considering it took twenty two fucking years for it to come out. But uh, uh, it we'll all depends on how well it sells. I, I I imagine it sold pretty all right. I hope. I don't know. I haven't looked into any sales numbers. I don't know if Nintendo's released any sales. There aren't numbers. really any sales numbers. Yeah. No, they they give sales numbers in their quarterly earnings reports, and that's about it. And there hasn't been one since this game came out. Hmm. But yeah, it's. I think that it is a very good game with some real valleys. <laughs> Mm. and uh that's i don't know i don't have much more to say other than uh one phil can jump into a lake and not come back up (laughs) uh i love that todd is in the game that was a really nice nod i don't know why he's in the game other than look it's the guy from the other game i mean that's exactly why he's in the game that's exactly why he's in the game like I kind of expected him to show up and be like, yeah, I did this once and then leave. But he's there for the whole rest of the story at that point. <laughs> uh, Rita is fun. She's very cute. I like her. I don't know. She took an awful long time to stop explaining how to press a single button to throw an apple. Well, that's just because Bandai Namco thinks you're an idiot. <laughs> but uh, also, Professor Mirror wouldn't know a good picture if it bit him in the ass. <laughs> I miss Professor Oak uh, lightly negging me. <laughs> and there's just something about the way, like, at the end of every stage, when, when Professor Mirror softly says, it's time. Like, it, like if, you're, if you're, at the, like you're at the airport gate and you have to say goodbye to your loved ones to get on the plane. And he's like, it's time. <laughs> like, it fucking, I don't know why, but I hate that voice line so much. He's telling you that it's time to put Phil down. You've tried your best and he's fought a good fight, but it's time. <laughs> it's, it's time. <laughs> I don't know why that one voice line sets me off so much. <sighs> but also, there are fully voiced cutscenes in this game, and that's fucking weird for a Pokemon game. <laughs> That's really weird for a Pokemon game. I also, don't, I also don't understand uh, the consistency or lack thereof of when cutscenes get to be fully animated and fully voiced. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes they'll do like a big intro and be like, oh man, this fully animated scene of us walk- looking at the map of the, the islands. And now let's go back to the visual novel. <laughs> uh, like, it's really fucking weird. Ah. Uh. I really like this game. I think it's it's one of my favorite games of the year so far, though I imagine a lot of shit is going to fucking avalanche on top of it. it I, I 
As much as I love it, I think it'll be a miracle if it stays in my top five by the end of the year. Like, there's just too much shit that could be very good coming out. And the jank, like the jank with all of the the grinding and the Illumina spots and how much those fucking blow. It, this is a game that I enjoyed. I'm happy I bought it. And I would, and I'm gonna remember it fondly, but I'm also not really gonna consider it like, oh yeah, that was like one of the games. Gotta yeah. play that one. It just, it, there's too much wrong with it. Also, why'd they change Todd's voice actor? Todd's old voice actor is literally still voicing Pokemon characters to this day. I mean, he's the modern voice of Professor Oak. I mean, did he have any voice lines in the original? He just had a, yeah, that's it, right? That's the only thing he said? Like in the anime, yes. Yeah, he was also, well, it's the same voice actor in the anime and those little voice lines. And they kept <laughs> his Japanese voice, so. Well, Japan, they don't recast shit ever. I know. We <laughs> should Unless start, the person should, dies. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a good way to do it. I don't know. If that was how we handled it, Vic Mignano would still be voicing things. Oh, I should not say that, otherwise they'll come for me. <laughs> I mean that's okay if if uh if RGG Studios judge, judgment is anything to go off of you can get rid of a Japanese voice actor too. Well, if if the Yakuza series is anything to go off of you can get rid of anybody. Yeah, All you got to do is find them with drugs and then they're <laughs> and even if they didn't have drugs well too late they have been erased from existence. What I'm saying is that we need to smuggle some cocaine into Phil's bag. <laughs> and we will get a new character <laughs> who doesn't suck. This is this is my platform for president. Let's talk about the soundtrack and then get out of here. <laughs> There's not much to talk about on the soundtrack. Uh, yeah, kind of. It's a fine soundtrack. I think it's a good soundtrack. It's just, if you asked me to, like name off any songs I liked off the top of my head. The only one that really comes to mind is the day route of Florio National Park. it that that's the only song that like comes to mind at all i think that this soundtrack is like it feels like the soundtrack to the line to get on the ride at disney world like you you can real you can really hear this in like the daytime jungle Like this, this is just the music they play at Disney World to get on the ride. 
that or it it kind of feels like a lot of it outside of the national park thing which is like a lot of the main theme of of new pokemon snap it feels like what would be the score for a nature documentary where the score is not actually that important <laughs> for a nature documentary it needs to it needs to give that vibe and i think this soundtrack does very well at giving each level its own specific vibe but that doesn't make it a memorable soundtrack and i i i want to make it clear by saying that i do not mean that this game has a bad soundtrack this game's soundtrack works for what kind of game it is perfectly but unfortunately that comes the side effect of i don't remember any of it yeah i've like really been trying to and it's just not coming to me which is weird for how much you have to repeat some of the levels. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the most telling thing is that you you play each level like three or four times minimum. Uh, more, more likely more than that. Like likely more, and it's still I have no memory of what any like I'm looking at a list of tracks right now. I don't remember what any of these sound like. The only song I remember is that terrible melody player. It's so much worse than the original games. The original game had three of them you could cycle through. And they all did the same thing, but you could cycle through them. It's, it's, it's such a worse melody. Like, yeah, it's, it's such it's a step really down bad. of the original. Hi, just bring back the original songs. Also, just make it a poke flute. Poke flutes still exist in the world of Pokemon. They didn't go away because they invented speakers. Well, that's mo- that's the modern Pokemon company just being afraid to be self-referential. <sighs> yeah, I think the only song that I think we both agreed was, hey, that's pretty good, was uh, the Illumina spot with the Volcarona. This one, like, weirdly goes hard. Which I also hate that Illumina spot, because I couldn't hit them. They're too far away. One thing that I think would solve most of my problems with, like, a, sniper a lot of rifle. throwing shit. Well, yes, that would solve some problems <laughs> in a very specific way, but I'm not talking about... You can't take pictures of a... Well, I guess if you're, like, trophy hunting, you can. But that's we're not doing that here, uh... It would be a reticle and a thing that shows what arc you're going to be throwing at. Because that doesn't exist in this fucking game. The gyro controls definitely make it easier, but it's also like sometimes that like that throwing arc just felt odd. Like if I could if I could see where it would land and like generally like imagine oh does does Breath of the Wild do it like it does, like this little white wisp 
of almost smoke-like shit that, like, when you're throwing a bomb, it's telling you where that fucking bomb is going to, like, the arc it's going to be thrown at. Uh, Breath of the Wild does not do that, I think. No. What um, game am I thinking of? I know Skyward some Sword. game does that. Skyward Sword, yes, that would be it. Uh, and, like, why well, is even that like, in the game? I think a big thing that really messes me up with the throwing arc for the for the apples and the Illumina Balls is that the... I, I'm pretty sure that the higher you aim, the the harder you throw the ball too. So height directly translates to throwing power, which gameplay mechanics wise is a good thing because it greatly extends your range, but it's not very intuitive. Like you kind of assume that no matter where you're aiming, you're going to throw it with the same power and gravity is going to take over. And that's just not the case. And that I think that's why it's so hard to aim. Like, hitting things far away from you is fucking an endeavor. The entire game, it never gets, e- it never got easier for me. Uh, that's why I had to replay Steelix, like, four fucking times, because I couldn't hit him. Gyro controls help a lot, but they, it, it is definitely a, a kind of weird issue. But yeah, this is, I think it's a good game. I think it's probably one of the better Pokemon spinoffs there is. But man, I hope they make another one and like trim some of the fat off of. Hmm. And I didn't think I'd be saying that about Pokemon Snap, the game that historically has no fat to trim. Yeah, that game had no filler at all. Like, like so it's kind of it's kind of crazy. And and, and again, it kind of just feels like it really does feel like they just saw the jokes about how short the original game was and just said, ah, shit, and then overcorrected super hard. I don't know. It's it's fucking weird. It's it's a bizarre thing to say about a Pokemon Snap game, but like, it's good. It's still good. I still had a good time with it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, all you have, you just have to like, rewind this episode take a listen to the start like we we there's a lot to like about this game it's just 15 minutes we just talked about the things we liked it's just there's also a lot of um there's also a lot of criticisms that i have and i feel like a lot of people are like really not willing to see those criticisms but they are definitely they are definitely there yeah and again this is this is to say like you know, you can like a game and still, like, point out some of the things that game doesn't do well. Y'all, y'all know that, right? Y'all know making a criticism of a game doesn't automatically mean you hate it. Okay, well, let's not have two episodes in a row that are just us <laughs> soapboxing about game critiques. <laughs> okay, that's all I got about new Pokemon Snap. I don't have anything, I don't have anything else. I don't either. Animal Crossing will be soon probably statistically i don't know i can't tell the future even though i am a wizard and uh if we don't happen to get this bonus episode out before nintendo's e3 direct then we're probably editing in us talking about whatever character got announced there right after this shit otherwise i have to, I have to make sure this comes out before that <laughs> oh no <sighs> Well, bye, everybody. 